Hi, it's Karen from See Me, Hear Me, Love Me. We're the podcast for parents with young children, and we know that life with kids is messy, but we're here to celebrate those messes, from spilled milk to emotions spilling out of little volcanoes. And you know what? We really believe in you. You got this, and you're not alone. Today's podcast is No, 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 and Tantrums. Welcome to the world of toddlers and twos. A world of no, of I am powerful, big emotions, and emotional meltdowns. I'm happy to be here with Stacy Blast, Brooke Schneider, and Amy Sobel. Brooke, I'm going to let you get us started if you can describe the emotional life of your children and how that changes and challenges your world as the grown-up mom managing the situation of big emotions. Well, thank you for having me. This is fantastic. And ladies, it's wonderful to be here with you guys. Um, I would have to say roller coaster, which is the first word that really comes to mind because the littlest thing can just set him off and and her off. I have a two and a half year old and a one and a half year old. And it could be anything from they want the sticker to they want their water to, you know, they want two pairs of socks on instead of one pair of socks. And it's just... You never know what's going to set them off this right. day. It feels random, but it comes from a deep and sincere <laughs> place yeah. in them. I mean, and sometimes I don't know where that place is but exactly. or where it came from, but you just kind of have to go with the flow. That's it's a perfect what, description. And then we're going to come back to, after I hear everybody's emotional life descriptions, then we'll come back to what works and what doesn't work and how you keep sane, balanced, etc. through that. Let me just ask you one quick question. As you're riding that roller coaster, um, are the hands up in the air and you're kind of loving the ride and celebrating the independence? Or are you like, oh my gosh, eyes squeezed tight, hands gripped, like I'm going down in for the big dip? It depends on the day. Sure, sure, sure. (laughs) How much sleep I've had, how much coffee I've had or lack thereof. And you know, you just have to pick your battles. If it's something silly like, Mommy, I want to wear two pairs of socks. This is something I've been dealing with this week, so that's why I brought it up twice now. Fine. Wear two pairs of socks. That's you know? hysterical. But if it's I mean. something where, you know, I could potentially hurt myself, then that's a different story. So, you know, you just kind of ride along with them and figure it out as you go. I love it. I love it. Perfect. So, okay. I, so she's... I'm kind of in the middle. She's got a ticket for the next ride. It's okay. Yeah, it's fine. It's it's (laughs) actually, it's really fun. It's a lot of fun. I love it. I mean, just asking or insisting on two pairs of socks, to me, is so original and ingenious. (laughs) And it's like, I want to celebrate that that thought comes from such an original place. Mm -hmm. So... But it makes your world crazy. Yeah. Okay. But it's fun. Yeah. You, you just have to have a sense of humor with all of it, and it, it's it's great. And good friends. Yeah. Yes. Of course. Next time okay. you can talk about it with. <laughs> we could and we could trade tantrums. Oh, any day. Any day. Any day. Every day. <laughs> all day. Okay, Stacy. Well, I I've always said. That Eli's my little Sour Patch Kid. Like, if you've seen the commercials where first they're sour, then they're sweet. I mean, that's always been Eli. Since the day he was born, it was like angel or devil. But when he was little, See, and if it you was... you me one word to describe Eli, it would be pure sweetness. Yeah, I've never and, seen and that other side. Is t- so, Eli, <laughs> it also makes a really big difference whether he's with me alone, whether he's with me and my husband, who's around, especially if my mother's around. Around, um, 
or if he's alone with the nanny. Because with the nanny, I hear the same thing that I hear from school. They only know sweet, kind, sensitive Eli. They don't see the other half. So before the tantrums really started and the sour side was crying, for me, that was easier to deal with. And everyone said, well, don't you want to know what's wrong? I said, no, because I just want to make it better. So it didn't seem bad then. Now that there's a little bit of tantrum that turns into negotiation that sometimes gets maybe too close to bribing him into doing love it, love something. M&M's work really, really well I know, but I, <laughs> I bribe Only him. short term. Short term. I know, but I know how term. bad yeah. it is to bribe him, but sometimes it's like he's a little negotiator, and maybe it's because of who his parents are, exactly. but he's yeah. a little negotiator, and he knows. Like, sometimes I think he throws a tantrum to get out of it. Absolutely. So, um, and here's what I love about that is, because what you're adding to the equation is that the whole dynamic is certainly influenced by the social d- dimension. And yes. so you have someone, and that goes right with the negotiation, because if I can flip my behavior, make my choices based on who I am, then it, who I'm with, then I'm not in that situation of just pure reactive. I am actually... Um, Doing it for the people that I, it's it's a, right. it is a social. No, my husband well, says he's playing you. My husband says he's playing you. In the best, don't give in. In he's the best possible you. way that he understands this works with this person, this works with this person. Yeah. And your children need that variety because when mm-hmm. they're out there as young adults or when they're out there in high school dealing with different kinds of teachers, they're going to understand different contexts re- require different kinds of responses, mm-hmm. but. I love that. But he just started the, self- the, the tired tantrums. Okay, go for and it. The, Describe that. Those are so bad, and I'm still at the point where I haven't got a good way to handle it because he's too tired to get on his level and try to reason with him, which before I lose my mind is always, well, I if I'm not rushed and I'm not losing my mind, it's where I try to go. But that doesn't work once he's tired. Right. And yeah. to leave him there alone to self-soothe, because when he's throwing like a bad tantrum, I'll this try to night. walk away, but he, he just started doing it at night. I found one little solution. If I don't let him watch TV after I get home at all, yeah, it's it's almost a non-issue because the biggest night tantrum would be it's when I'm turning, I off, turning the off the TV. I found that too. There's certain things that he you can just do it during the day, just not exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And it's not, it's not a tantrum either. I can fix because I can't bribe him because I'm not going to turn it back on. Right. That's not. Is it the same show all the time or different no? Shows? It's Doesn't different. It's I think when TV. he's tired and just glued in, he just only wants he to do that because so you know that his reaction to a screen time, whether it's the television now time, or it's going to be other screen time, we can't do it at night. There is he can't a, handle there it. There is an addictive kind of engagement mm-hmm. that now imagine trying to negotiate. With a crack addict. I mean, it's one of those things you just can't really do. That's what I feel like I'm doing. And they don't have the self-management. So understand, So, so I think for everybody out there, there is this piece of tantrums and technology that, that sets you up in a losing battle, where it's not a bad reflection on technology, but it's that perfect storm that says, I am in this equation, you know, where I'm tired, I'm exhausted, I'm trying to zone out. I mean, you know how you feel. When oh, you have I'm any- the same way. I have my iPhone after I put the kids to sleep. Jonathan's like, what are you doing? Can you talk to him? Like, and you're like, I'm no, too leave tired. me alone. <laughs> right, you can't move. You like, can't shut up. And, and I get talk, mad and cranky. And you talk to yourself as if, like, I, I'm going to yeah. turn this off and go do something that would be, like, healthy and soothing and nurturing. Or I'll meditate or I'll do yoga. No. 
And you can't move. And so that those insights I think are huge. Again, when you're living it, it's not so it's not fun. But for everybody else out there, but that is the answer. You have to change that evening routine. And some tantrums are not from that, and then I just have to figure out a way to deal with them. I'm still working on finding, I guess, a consistent way to deal with them because sometimes I try to reason with him. Sometimes he's so out of control that I just walk away. And then, like, the crying gets worse, but then it calms down and it's, like, totally over. Mm-hmm. Well, and um, that's how you know. So, so But I not, feel bad because I don't want to ignore his feelings either. It's not either. abandonment. Okay, so but what I want hard. you to do, and I want you to say it when he's tired, and I want you to say it, um, when when there's when there's no reasoning, and that is, I'm here for you when you're ready for me. That way, that's, that's a good. Then answer. they're not ready for you. Or when he's tired, you can say, you know, I know you're really tired right now, so let me know when you're ready for help. You know, so it's then then you're because you, here's the deal on tantrums in in a, in a nutshell, and then we'll come to Amy, and then we'll come back again. But it's this idea that tantrums are inevitable. It's, I mean, I always say to parents, wouldn't you love to be able to have these all-out tantrums? You said that to me when yeah. you cried to go to school. It's like, <laughs> wouldn't you love to just be able to wear your inside out? Because you don't, the idea that they should self-manage, the idea that they should have self-control, the idea that they should be mature and rational and reasonable, I don't, I, I really identify with this emotional explosiveness. That's why I work with little ones. But... We still want to teach them. So it's this idea of understanding that tantrums are inevitable. There's nothing any of you can do to make them go away completely. And they just change through the course of each developmental stage, <laughs> even till you get to mommy stages. And it's like, how do I manage my tantrums? <laughs> um, which is a whole nother deal. Um, but the, so, the, so the idea is they're coming. So now it's how do I now teach the skills and the awareness to help them understand I'm falling apart everybody falls apart there's no shame there's no I I didn't make a bad choice it's just those were my emotions coming outside and 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 I can work through those and and manage them and two and a half is my favorite age I mean again the one and a half tantrum is priceless because to me (laughs) it's funny almost I was when you sent me that video of her tantrum (laughs) from the Halloween costume I couldn't stop laughing. I couldn't and I imagine I if I were there, it would have even been worse. Okay, just actually, Jacob and I were like looking at each other, like, "Oh my God, what is she doing?" And she's like sitting there, like you know, pounding because her fist Jacob's on the a floor. Two, two and a half year old adult. Exactly. <laughs> and what does mom do? Gets the camera. Yeah. So, so had to. And, and it's the tantrum that every child has on on a hotel lobby in Disney. Yeah. yeah. It is the it is that. So just describe that meltdown where she's looking at you. Well, I put her in the mini costume because she loves Mickey and Minnie. So, you know, it was this cute little pink tutu thing. I know, right? (laughs) How dare I? Um, And, I mean, it's not the most comfortable material. But the minute I put it on, she just wasn't having it. And she just looked at me, started hysterically crying, you know, got on the floor and was pounding her fists (laughs) and, like, kicking her legs. And I just... I mean, she dissolved. She And so my deal on that is... I've never seen that with Jacob at all. I mean, he'll cry and, you know, but I've never seen this all out. And this is why I love 18-month-olds because it's that first time that they know they have an opinion Mm -hmm. and they have a presence in the world. And every time they say no and every tantrum is a statement of I am. 
I am a separate human being that you can't quite, um, you can't live my life from the inside out. This is my job to be me. So Eli just learned you can't make me. <laughs> you can't make oh. me. And it's actually great that they learned emotions in, in school, though, because in his classroom, um, they were talking about emotions, I guess, and they learned emotions. And I guess they learned them by faces. I don't really know how. I suppose I could ask his teacher. But the other day he came out with, I'm very angry. Yeah. And you know what, though? I'll take it. Yeah, I would way rather expensive. him say that to me than throw a tantrum yeah, and me just like... and figure it yeah. out. Like, so, what made but, you but angry? But I told him, what made you angry? Why are you so angry? Yeah. And he says, I don't know. I'm angry. I made a really angry face. So then I realized he was like... Trying on try- the emotion. Right. Okay. He wasn't really angry. But I was I was cool with that. And Monty was telling him, you're not angry, Eli. And I was like, no, let him be angry. Let's just find out what it's about. Let him be angry. I love it. And, and this is an age where I want you to have a ton of play and pretend mm-hmm. and books about all those emotions. And just that conversation was like, hmm, do you think mommies ever get angry? When I get angry, I, you know, a smoke comes out of my ears. I mean, you can make it fun and funny so that no emotion is ever scary. Mm-hmm. Even though when you're feeling it, and, and I think as grown-ups, we all know the depth of scary emotions of like, oh, I don't know if I'm, I'm, I don't know if I'm comfortable in this feeling. So let's hear from Amy, and then we'll come back to, um, to, to all this, to the ideas of their new emotional life, yeah. We've gotten recently, I don't like you, and I don't have to. Eli does the I don't like you, and I don't have to, and it's mean. It's it's mean, you know, and lately it's mostly been directed towards my husband. He'll say, I don't like you, and, you know, Kevin will say, that's not nice to say. And he said it to me the other day, and my response was just, that's okay, Benny, I love you. You don't have to like me right now. Let's move on. And and the (laughs) other thing that you could do, again, when in doubt... Because um, at two and a half, I'm still not quite. It's good to label the emotions, um, and, but to just just look back and mirror. You're frustrated. You're angry. You're this. That's not always the same as what you can as that as the as, as the revelation that that can be for a pre-K child. But when you when you describe the situation, um, so for example, with Benny, I, when he says, "I don't like you," say. You don't like it when daddy says this. You don't like it when daddy does this. You, you're mad at daddy? Hmm. Um, and, and let them sort of try to create that, that self-awareness. Again, yeah. but when you say you can be mad at me and I still love you, yeah. that's all wonderful because they yeah. w- we want to give them that unconditional bond regardless. Right. And then that also made me think of when Eli says... Um, you can't make me, you know, it's again, it's this idea of how do you then say, hmm, what does that mean? You want a choice. Actually, you know? I can is probably not the right answer. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> accidentally what came out at first. Great. But not the right answer. Okay. Like, Perfect. for sure not the right answer, but what your it came out, but I, it came out and then I thought, hmm. yeah, that might not have been the best response. Okay, okay but, but it's not Amazing. a bad response. Yeah. So here's what I want you to do. <laughs> When, when you feel that thing, I was like, uh-oh, that wasn't like textbook mommy. Like, I'm calm, it's because I said so. Whoops. But, but yeah. I made you. My, my opinion is some of that old school has value because it, it also creates the security around them. When they're saying, you can't make me, in some emotional way, they need you to make them. They need to know, look, I have a voice, 
but mom keeps me safe and dad keeps me safe even when I'm exerting the biggest power. Now, so, so but what I want you to say when you say that, so you say, not, actually, oh, I can yes, make I can. you. Yes, I can. <laughs> when you say, as soon as you hear yourself say that, mm-hmm. then say, okay, so what does that mean in a, in a two and a half year old way? And says, you know what? It's, it was, so the, the classic is, it's my job to make good decisions for all of us. It's my job to, to make sure that we're a safe and happy family. You know, like, own it. You can still own it. Don't not own it. Because otherwise, you're giving them a power that's too big. And so, and I'm going to come back to you, Amy. So hold your thought on, I don't like you, you can't make me. Um, the other thing I want to always go to, and that is, um, two books that I love that are really pre, you know, I think of them as pre-K books, but they might start coming into play here. And there's a million others like the dinosaur books and all those ones that we read in Family Time and No David and all of those. You still have um, Where the Wild Things Are. And Where the Wild Things Are is that classic book that says, you can't make me. I'm a wild thing. And he goes he and lives thing. with the wild things. And he's king of the wild things. And then what happens? It doesn't feel good to be king of the wild things when you're a little boy because all that power that they, they're desperate to have makes them feel vulnerable and abandoned um, in their world. I mean, to me, that is one of the most profound books ever written, as are all great children's literature. And then what happens is he comes back home over the ocean in his boat. Um, you all know the book, right? Yeah. You don't? Okay. Uh, go ahead. I don't want to steal your... I don't. Go ahead, say it. And his dinner is still hot. And his dinner is still hot waiting for him on the table. So it's that it's the unconditional love, and you have to give them the rope to go out there and, and feel the power, to experiment with the voice of the nose and the tantrums, but then you're still there with unconditional love. Um, and so then, and, and that's and then we bring come back to, to Amy's point. So then it's not about the people; it's about the behavior, the choices, the experiences. Right. And then yeah, the but other does book. Does Kevin take that personally? I mean, he's, he does a little bit because because it's really Monty hard not really to. does. He definitely it's hard does. not to. But I, I just they don't, don't want him it, to like assign too much value of it to Benny. I don't, like I feel like just the way my child is, if he knows that he's getting a reaction by saying that, yeah. he's going to keep saying it. And I don't want him saying it to his friends. And I, I just kind of, you know, I like what you're saying, you know, the way you described it too. But I just, I don't want to pay too much attention to it. And this is just from my experience with Benny is that he knows, like, you know, he likes to get a reaction out but of But Eli's the same way. Yeah. In Eli's the same way. And Eli says it to Mati. Yeah. And Mati turns around and says to me, you negotiate, you give in, you bribe him. Right. And that's why you don't get no mommy and you don't right. get I don't like you, but I get I don't like you, go away. Because that's right. what he started. Yeah. Like, if we have to force him into pajamas or something like that, right. it's I don't like you, daddy, go away. Yeah. Okay. And Monty and so, takes that really personally. And then it becomes like our problem. Like uh, we're parenting differently. Right. Like okay, so you're if coming we were back with the Monty same. for right. with Monty for this one. I mean, we're gonna <laughs> yeah. do it together. But but the bit. dads on the mm-hmm. podcast, and again, moms yeah. are often often this role is reversed with moms and dads, right. and mm-hmm. moms are vulnerable to this. So what I want everybody to know is yes, it's not personal. Yes, it's very, very hard right. for the grown-ups to now look and look at this child as a person and not just their 
again, it's remember when you were having newborns for the first time, and of course we have a little newborn in the room, almost <laughs> so sweet, almost big guy. So what happens that is smile. Can't you <laughs> think that they're only going to give you unconditional love. You think it's, and then what happens is you hit that toddler stage, and and you're now with a person. So, Mati needs to know that um, that it is to Eli's benefit to have a mom and dad who are differently right. reacting, and and the, and the idea is, you know what? He it, uses it to his favor just as often. That, there you go. There you go. Smart, I think. So, right, we can't take it personally. Yeah. All children's behavior is not about the grown-ups. It's right. about their expression and their curiosity and their discovery about how people will react. Right. So it's, and I have to remind myself of that a lot because sometimes it does feel like he's intentionally trying to push my buttons more And so if you than, feel like it's a button pushing, yeah. now we go to the emotions that you're feeling. Right. Because it, they do know exactly where your buttons are oh, and they yeah. know those buttons better than you do. You didn't even know you had a button there. Exactly. And now <laughs> these three boys yeah. are smart. Yeah. yeah. Tell us, tell us. Okay, tell me more. Eli, Benny, and Jacob are smart. Like too smart. <laughs> With because them. you've given them voice. And so I, and, and there's nothing Stop I want. <laughs> I want to be your cheerleader they for that voice. For because sure. better oh, that yeah, they have the they voice, have voice. And now you're <laughs> there go. steering it um, into, into something that's respectable and responsible. But again, it's all, all think of entitlement-free child and entitlement-free families. All kids are me, mine, now. That's the nature of finding your voice and, and the impatience and the determination. You don't get to be a powerful person in the world unless you have that voice. Now you're going to start teaching them how to be part of something bigger than yourself, which yeah. is, you know, like, I'm not going to take it personally, but I am going to let you know this is how far you can go with it. Right. So. It's funny, you know, I actually feel a little bit of relief sometimes when Benny has tantrums, only because he's not hes not super prone to them. He definitely likes to say, no, I don't have to, and he definitely acts out, but most of the time it's with a smile on his face, and when I try to get <laughs> a big smile Let's talk about charm. Charm. Yeah, that works. A sly charm. But when I try to get one-on-one and have, like, a heart-to-heart with him, he kind of looks away, and, you know, he's had a lot of change. He's got a four-month-old brother, so to me... And, and he's so verbal that sometimes I have to remind myself that he's too. And so sometimes when he has these tantrums, I'm like, okay, get it out. You know, like you're you're letting your emotions show a little bit instead of like, you know, being that mischievous, you know, little one who's going to run across the room. So, And I agree a thousand percent. And, you know, like I, I, I don't think of it in homes. I Hopefully it's not in homes. But I think of that as, a, as when people go to visit preschools. And I'll yeah. always say if all the children look like great listeners and they're all sitting quietly and they're all in this compliant behavior in a teacher-directed world, something's not right, you know. <laughs> They've been bribed and coerced. I can't really imagine yeah. that scene. <laughs> no, what not you, with our boys at What least. you want <laughs> is exuberance and mm-hmm. voice and a teacher who understands. And so in an overly compliant house, you will right. see children who, and, and that's kind of, think of entitlement free. I never right. wanted to go back to pre-entitlement. Right. Pre-entitlement is children should be seen and not heard. Right. You will not have a voice. You will know you must always be respectful of the adults. You right. will always especially in public, do what we're asking you to do. And the bottom line is, and then what happened is we had a whole generation of people who did not know how to express or identify or feel their emotions. Then then the pendulum swung too far the other way, Mm -hmm. which was everything goes, anything goes, and too much power. And we forgot to be 
um, collaborative and, and, and respectful. So there is, a, there is a balance to be had. So yes, he must be a child. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Not an adult. Yeah. No, I, I sometimes they think our because expectations of him are a little bit too high just yeah, because of how well he does express himself. He tells me what he wants. So I, I'm actually better at dealing with the tantrums. I can sit, you know, a lot of it's, sometimes it's potty related. He's newly potty trained. So he wakes up and, you know, he wants to go outside and play. And, you know, I like to try to have him go to the bathroom first. So the, the tantrum happens. No, I don't want to go. So then we just sit and I say, when you're ready, we're going to go. And, you know, then I say, we can play here. You want to go outside? We got to go potty. Okay. And so one general <laughs> tip, if you're in the no, no, no stage. We are definitely in the no, no, no Never stage. ask a yes or no question that right. No is not a legitimate option, right? <laughs> because Wilson, yeah. right? You, do you want to go to bed? Do you want to go potty? Do you right. want? Do you want to go to school? You know, none of those, and that's when you get to be. I'm the one who's in control here, <laughs> right. without saying mm-hmm. it, and that is, oh, you don't want to? Hmm. I'll write that down and remember that for later. Right. You know, yeah. like it's th- and and my and my the the buzz that goes the, the mantra that goes in my brain is you think of it as parenting improv. Mm-hmm. This is instead of no but no but we have to go yeah. no but you're going to have an accident yeah. no but I'm the mommy whatever right. that no but is you go to improv and it's yes and yes yes you really excited and ready to go play. Yeah. I know. It's going to take a little bit longer. So yeah. you, t- you decide whether it's going to take one minute or five minutes. Right. You know, And now you've, you've got this little bit of collaboration. In so there. don't tell me no isn't a good answer for that? Uh, <laughs> let me ask. How does it work? Yeah. Um, if anything's working well, for you, I don't want you to change it. Yeah. As long as it works, you stay with it. It's kind of worked on occasion. And sometimes they'll give me that, you know, sly little smile. And like, he knows he's, he's being bad. Yes. And he's just trying to get away with something. But it's it's it sometimes has worked. I knew a family therapist um, who, who did a presentation on parenting. But he talked about middle schoolers. And he said, if they're doing what you've asked them to do, but grudgingly, like, I don't want to take out the garbage, um, then you just ignore that mm-hmm. and know that. So if you say, you know, no wasn't don't, an option here. Yeah. Or, you know, that's don't real. Don't tell me no. Don't <laughs> tell me. You know, it's... <laughs> The bottom line is, it doesn't matter what you say, It's he's listening to your heart. Yeah. He's listening to your heart. And if your heart is saying, I'm sorry, you know, like we've got to keep going forward on this, they're, they're not reading just your, they're not listening to just your words. They are not left brain kids. They're right and left brain. So they're listening to your emotions. And, and my, my favorite yoga person, they're listening to your intentions. Yeah. So if you've got clarity and you've got like that, that peaceful presence that says, Hmm, I got this. <laughs> then they then you will have that 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 wonderful sense of mommy's got this. You know, I don't I don't know how else to say it. It's like if you feel like you've got if you if you go to your grounded place, you will survive this. Mm-hmm. If you're frantic just, and usually, reactive, you won't. I'll usually say with this mom, like, don't tell me no, and then I'll smile and I'll run over and then I'll make him do whatever needs to be done. You know, and then it's, it's usually fine. Okay, and it's, it's never in a big thing. It's usually like, you know, let's put on your shoes. Yeah. yeah. Like, oh, come on, let's put on your shoes. We need to go to, you know, Nana and Papa's. Yeah, I don't want you to change real parenting for scripted <laughs> parenting. Right. You know, like, I knew, I knew an educator once that would say, yeah. They know because if they you're saying it know. by the book, then they're looking at you like, really? You're not gonna pull that on me, yeah. right? By the, I'm trying to make you lose your mind. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> by the book is not grounded. Yeah. By the book is crazy, mommy. Desperate, mommy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
<laughs> so I think I have a, a decent handle on the tantrums when they happen. Where I really struggle with is, and I don't, I don't know if this is the right word to use because they're two, but like the defiance when there's not like a clear and logical consequence. Because Benny is, he's really good. If there's, if I can, you know, if he picks up a car to throw it, and I say, Benny, if you throw that car, I'm gonna have to take mm. it away from you. He'll think about it, and nine mm. out of ten times he'll put it down. It's, this it's must when, be lovely. Yeah, uh-huh. all gonna throw it at me and you know, this is after the middle of the like room. months of getting hit in the face with cars because now it was I had to be really consistent. Now and he you took them away every time. And it only you works know. if you're walking in that direction as you're saying it. Oh, right. Because yeah. right. if you catch it. But I mean, if you're just yeah. saying it with words, yeah. nothing. No. And and it's only because I've had to take away very a, a lot of cars, which <laughs> have ended up in my iced coffee, but that's a whole other story. <laughs> top of the refrigerator and they fall into the ice maker and then I'm like why is there a tiny tractor (laughs) (laughs) so we try not to take away the trucks anymore (laughs) but I struggle with the outright defiance when there's not something I can take away from them so you know he's smart he knows when I'm nursing the baby that I'm not able to like physically get up and grab him so he's up on the coffee table and he's you know so that's and I'll say to him you know I'm gonna give you a chance Benny if you don't get down off the coffee table but then in my head I'm like what am I going to do (laughs) do I put him in timeout well we just started timeout here's what here's the first thing I would do I would say Benny I see you okay now you're not committed to action right because remember on my discipline list you have two important Essential discipline yeah. strategies. Say it once, never more than twice. Right. If you're if you're nursing the baby and you cannot move, and you're going to be like Benny, I need you to get down. Benny, I need you to get down. Yeah. Benny, he, then you've just said, Mommy can't enforce this. Right. You, you go for it. Yeah. Go yeah. for yeah. it. The other is uh, mean what you say and say what you mean. So you cannot give any direction or right. limit without knowing that you can physically reinforce your message. Right. So do not utter the words. And once you yeah. do, so so again, so I always say, say, say like, with, Benny, I see you, or Jacob, I see you. Then he knows you've got it, you see it. Right. And, and and then if you want to put in, I guess, I don't want to say the word threat, right. but what is the consequence? The consequence. Yeah. You know, again, it's a threat. Yes. And that is, you know, I'm going to... But that's real life. It is yeah. real life. Yeah. But again... It's here's here's the problem with it. Once you up the ante, you may be setting it up for right. a power struggle, right. and he's going to up the ante back with you, especially when you have smart children. Right. So you can choose that, but the bottom line remains the same. Mom means what she says, says what she means, and doesn't keep repeating it. So when you say "I see you," now the other thing you can add to that is when I when your brother's done eating, we will whatever right. you know. Like I'm going to again. You know, there is that funny thing, like, you know, my first thing to say is, we're going to have a talk. Well, yeah. you know, like, because I'm an over-talker. <laughs> but, but, but kids have the number on over-talkers, yeah. too. It's like, yeah, yeah, I'm going to listen and listen, yeah. and, blah, and that's going to make her feel good, and it doesn't change my world at all. Yeah. So, <laughs> so but, but the bottom line is, you don't have to fix every problem immediately. Right. So what happens is, or you can say, I see you. What, think about describing. Now you're not right. setting yourself up, so it's like, Betty... That looks dangerous to me. Right. You, if you fall, I can't help you. 
Right. Because because I am and, and I know you don't like it with your brother. You know yeah. what? Why don't you go find the thing you want to do with me after I finish right. feeding? And the baby. usually I try to set it up so I'm sitting next to him. We're reading a book. I'm just that was just an example of like me grasping in the moment for like, absolutely. I'm going to take away everything from you. <laughs> <laughs> right. You know, there's nothing to take. That's right. So that's yes. and that's why talking about their emotional life is talking about our emotional yeah. life. And so the bottom line is, and they're always going to know how to play you when you're on the right. phone, oh. when you're trying to do a business call, yeah. when you oh, have yeah. to do one urgent thing yeah. when when you're nursing the baby when we're in a rush for sure oh, yeah. oh, again oh. that was the first the thing rush you is said the hardest yeah. Yeah. time yeah. you can't time. do this teaching skill building yeah. Yeah. without time no yeah. that's the hardest and yeah. and so that means like you said how do i read how do i change the tiredness how do i change the tired equation because you need so much stamina to be parents of young children, especially if you want to be the engaged teaching parents. And then, and what does that mean? It means you cannot be on 24-7, 365. It means you need a lot of breaks and you need a lot of nurturing for yourself because you can't, I don't, this is not a, a request to be more involved. You guys cannot be more involved. It means taking care of yourself emotionally so that you have the, pay, the time to pause. Here and there, and that's the biggest thing with the two kids too. I mean, you. I'm so scared, but I am so scared. But you have a team. (laughs) We did. I have. I have a great. (laughs) I have a great team. I like really have an exceptional team. I drive an hour and a half to work just so that I can live in a place where I have a team. You need that. You absolutely need that, especially the weekends when they're not in school and you have both kids and they're both you know running around crazy and. You just you need at least and I support the chaos of more than one child. I mean, I just think it's a, it's just a wonderful way. And they will start playing with each other. We're just getting yeah. to that phase, which oh, is I'm excited amazing. About that. <laughs> okay, so let's do the wrap up. It makes your yes. second child a little easier. I have to say you're going to learn skills from the second child of yeah. how you don't have yeah. to be all in all the time. That's true. You could be more flexible, more easygoing, and know they're going to be resilient and adaptable. And the first time you take them somewhere by yourself, you're going to feel so proud. <laughs> I was like, oh wow. <laughs> I took a selfie on the Target checkout line. <laughs> All right, let's do our wrap up. Okay. Their emotional life, your emotional life. Moms, how have you got this? For this week, for right now, for today. Deep breath. And remember, it's all temporary. You know, none of this stuff is permanent, and every day is different. And everyone goes through it. You know, you're not the first mom out there, certainly. And there are people that have more than two kids, and God bless them. (laughs) I I don't know how they do it, but it's... And where do you find your sanity? Yoga. (laughs) Not that I've done that in the last month or two, but... um, (laughs) Yeah, and just trying to, you know, get a little bit of time for yourself, whether it's, you know, an extra 10 minutes in the shower, just enjoying (laughs) that, or... Hi, or even seeing a new little baby and just seeing that smile. I mean, any little tidbit that you can grab throughout the day, it just helps to recharge you. And to know that the precious moments come in between. They the really crazy do, moments. and it's so worth it. You know, when they snuggle up next to you and uh, they just put their full body weight and they give yeah. you a hug. I mean, <laughs> that's what it's all about. That's what it's all about. Stacey. Yes, I mean. You guys know Eli's sweet side is so over the top sweet that it's like mm-hmm. it, it really like erases the bad. Yeah. 
it Jacob the same kind of genius how that works out. Yeah, yeah. Like really, erases the bad. And for me, because of what I went through when he was an infant, when I feel that now, I'm like, oh my gosh, that's that love at first sight yeah. thing that people yeah. talk about with newborns. Because I didn't have it, but I didn't either. but, but yeah. that's it. Because now I could like I tell him, and it's true. I say, Eli, you're melting my heart. And he he says, I know mommy. (laughs) He does. Love it. Love it. Yeah. Amy? Yeah, I mean, I think it's just every day is different. And I said this to to Karen before, but, you know, with Benny's behavior, I was, like, really searching for, like, the one solution that was just going to make him behave. And now I'm just trying to, like... Let him be Benny, you know, <laughs> with the limits that he needs. And ride the roller coaster. Yeah. yeah. And like, you gotta be flexible. Absolutely. Yes. You know, the precious moments outweigh, you know, the bad ones for sure. You know, he's hysterically funny. So I try to, you know, <laughs> he is. He, he makes, is just a little makes, firecracker. Makes, I love that laugh kid. every day. And that smile just. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Melts your heart. It does. Thank you all so very much. This was one of my Thank favorites. Thank you. This is great. Thanks. So that's the mess for today. We appreciate you listening to See Me, Hear Me, Love Me. Seeing little people learn and grow. Listening to parents taking a crazy, uncertain journey. Loving the fun and loving the mistakes. You write the rules. You write your story. We just want to be part of the conversation. But in the end, we know you got this. We'll catch you next week. Take care. Oh, 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 wait. We're growing too. So if you had a great time today... Please spread the word to a friend. You can also join our conversation on Facebook. That's with Karen Deerwester. And there's great parenting resources for you at www.familytimeinc.com. Thanks so much for listening. Thanks to everyone at B'nai Torah Congregation for this lovely space. Thank you, David Dweck, for that sweet voiceover. And thanks to the front and the follow for the song listen. We are listening. Thanks, everyone. See you next week.